The Bible says that iron sharpeneth iron in Proverbs 27, 17. That's the goal of this podcast. For you and I to learn from Christians whose heart's desire is to serve and please God. I pray that these Bible truths and practical ideas will challenge and inspire you to do more for our Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the very first episode. Forgive the rough edges, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome, friends, to Micah McCurry Live. With me, I have my brother and a friend of mine, Ethan Ropke, uh, and uh, Caleb McCurry, my brother. And I'm actually throwing you guys over on the screen right now, so you can just give us a little little hello a little wave time to get famous now right yeah. that's, that's there you go we're here for there you go well, we're not on instagram <laughs> you can't be insta famous though no so so anyway um the purpose for this live stream um and podcast whatever you want to call it it's the very beginning stages of it is twofold right now the immediate is i want to say a, a quick thank you and i'll get into this more um to all the folks that have done anything or prayed for um, and invested in uh, my family and my wife over the past couple of months. Oh, I was like, well, months, yeah, with my wife, with, with the pregnancy, um, and then with um, what we've been dealing with the past month or so. And so I greatly appreciate that. I'll talk about that more. But also, I feel like there's a, there's a, um, a market, a niche that's not being uh, targeted at all. Um, there are a lot of podcasts in the secular world that are long form communication that um, talk to some experts in fields and, and uh, talk to some people that have great knowledge and a lot of experience in things. But I have yet to see, and, and if you know of one, please let me know. But I've yet to see one that is targeted and is by and for independent Baptists. And so that's what I'm, that's a niche I'm, I'm trying to hit. Um, and I, I sometimes the um, ignorance of the interviewee actually helps the overall um, product because I ask questions that I don't know the answer to. So, for instance, there are a lot of people like to, I'd like to talk about some of the best song leaders um, in Baptist churches, some of the best theologians in Baptist churches. And I'm not going to be talking to Calvinists about Baptist theology, obviously, and different things like that. But this may be episode one, and this may be episode the last episode, too. Um, but all that to say, that's kind of um, what it is. And the reason I have Ethan and Caleb with me um, is because um, I don't want to carry the whole th- the first one by myself. And so I figured I'd let them help figured we all enjoy sports a lot and so we're going to talk a little bit about that so anyway um if i can guys do a quick me and thought of you guys for who you are sum it up in like 50 words or less if you can and i probably want to be able to do that but my name is mike mccurry um obviously same dad as caleb mccurry um he was in the military for 23 and a half or 24 years and so got to move all over the place be a lot be a part of a lot of different great baptist churches and uh greatly appreciate the lifestyle of Mary brett and i'm now an associate pastor in akron ohio first baptist church of kenmore and um so yeah married to a uh woodward uh well that was a maiden name now rebecca mccurry and um, have two beautiful kids, two baby girls. And so that's me. So throw it over to you guys, whichever one of you guys wants to go first. 
Um, so I'm Caleb, Micah's brother, obviously. The middle, we have one more younger brother. And yeah, same as Micah, we're the same household. Um, both went to Golden State Baptist College, both graduated from there with our bachelor's. Uh, Micah went on to Providence to get his master's uh, from there in Elgin, Illinois. Uh, after graduating in 2015 with my bachelor's, I had a good job, stayed in the area, a member at North Valley Baptist Church. In the Sunday School Department of Security and the media, department, well, not the media department, live stream ministry there as well. Um, and for employment, I uh, the Bay Area work for a tech company, work for Google, uh, doing executive protection with them and uh, strategic events. Uh, so that's my, my Monday through Friday job there. And yeah, it's very time I enjoy trying trying to you know watch some sports here and there when I when I have a couple like extra minutes to, uh, to watch that. My name is Ethan Roki. I met these two jamokes at the Midwest Christian Boys Football Camp. We'll throw, throw the plug out there right now. Uh, also went to, to Golden State Baptist College, and uh, Caleb and I are our roommates. We, we both go to North Valley Baptist. I work uh, I work up the road from Google at Facebook and uh, in the reception department. Kind of a, a glorified concierge, but. I wear t-shirts instead of suits. So that's, uh, that's, that's that. Cool. Cool. So I, I, as I mentioned, the immediate thrust of what I'm trying to do is say thank you to a lot of folks. Um, I won't even try to name names because there's just too many people. Um, but the quick um, update for those that have been following along or might know um, my wife, Rebecca, um, we just had our second child on December um, 28th, um, 2019, um, healthy baby. Everything's great. Um, but for the nine months of the pregnancy, my wife started to have kind of some tingling numbness, things like that in her legs. Um, and didn't think a whole lot of it. Obviously it was, it was odd. Um, and it seemed to coincide right with the pregnancy. And so we, uh, she went to the, Room, I think a month after. Uh, long story, they kind of blew her off. Went to her family care doctor again. Kind of got just kind of blew them off. And long story short, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Finally, had the baby December twenty eighth. We went to the emergency room again on um, December thirty first, last day of the year. It was a great way to to end the year and start the, start twenty nineteen. But um. We were in the emergency room, and at about 11.50 on December 31st, ending 2018, uh, the doctor, who was fantastic, came in. Um, they had taken her for an MRI and all that and told us that she had a tumor on her spine. Um, and so that was basically the info that we had. All that to say, we um, had emergency. she had emergency sur- surgery on uh, the 1st. And has been recovering from that. She's going to have to do some radiation here soon, uh, um, and probably in the next week or so, to for what they were not able to remove. It was basically constricting the spinal cord, and that was caused at the end of it. She barely she couldn't walk. She's now uh, able to walk with a walker, um, gaining strength back and all that. So that's a huge blessing. But um, there have been so many folks around the world, really, uh, that have been a huge help, huge encouragement. Um, and, and we cannot thank them enough from all the way out um, uh, North Valley there 
Pasha Treber. I think we mentioned her on a revival time once or twice. And I know I think I asked Caleb or Ethan about um, about her. And so we greatly appreciate that. But so many other folks, we've gotten so many letters, so many, so many gifts and things that, that are just so, so unbelievable. And just want to say thank you for all that. You cannot thank you folks enough for what you've done for my family. And um, it's been a huge blessing. But in that vein, I, I wanted to say thank you and wanted to express that to you. I'll never be able to. I, th- I think we might have some thank you notes in the mail and things like that, but wanted to very publicly say thank you on behalf of my family and behalf of my wife for what you guys have done for us. That was kind of the jumping off point for what we're doing here. I mentioned at the beginning, I feel like there's a there's a niche that is going untargeted of a lot of young men like myself. There are a lot of podcasts, and I know Ethan Rope, you listen to some as well, um, targeted, not as I wouldn't say towards a secular world, but towards towards people. Um, one that comes to mind is a guy named Jocko Willink. If you don't listen to this podcast, do it. Um, you will not be um, unsatisfied. It's awesome. But there's no one, and I, I'm not, understand, I'm not putting myself on a pedestal like a Jocko Willink or some of these other guys that have just done amazing things. But it's funny, I'm, I'm in the ministry, but a layman, uh, someone with the mind of a layman, asking questions of some people in the Baptist world that I feel like maybe either go unanswered or could just use some discussion. And that's why the description on, on if you watch on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, it says long form conversation, because I'm really sick and tired of watching you name the cable news network where it's talking heads talking back and forth for three and a half minutes and then we cut to commercial where everyone's just shouting over each other and all that stuff nothing gets accomplished and so but in an hour or an hour and a half three hour conversation you can really flesh out some things and so that's the goal and so i've talked enough but i told caleb and ethan they can talk about whatever we'd like to talk about and so um all that to say i'd like to talk some sports for a few minutes if you don't like sports you can tune out you can stop watching um just so caleb and ethan know we have five people watching on facebook that's nuts just absolutely crazy so we already exceeded your expectations ethan of four so we're we're on five right (laughs) so um ethan was mentioning something i think would be a good jumping off point for talking some Super Bowl, some football, what were you saying about Rams cornerbacks? I don't, I don't know if I can, if I can quite recreate how I was, how I was feeling before. I was, I was, I was feeling, I was feeling on top of way for a second, but I, I hope that that Tom Brady comes out and puts the smackdown of a life of, of, of a lifetime on the Rams defense. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing Rams defenders talk smack. We're both Raiders fans, so we had to put up with Akeem Talib and Marcus Peters for the past like four years in our division. And now these guys have the biggest stage to talk smack. And then this guy, Raquel Coleman or whatever his name is. I don't even know his name. He's that unimportant. This guy, the only reason anybody has even seen the back of his Jersey is because he got, there's a missed PI call and he's out there gloating about it. It's like the, the only reason you, they even missed the PI call is because it's a receiver that no one heard of. You know, if Sean Payton throws a ball to Michael Thomas, we're having a different conversation right now. We're talking about the oldest Super Bowl of all time. And instead, you know, I had to listen to this loser uh, talk about how Brady's age is showing and how Brady goes and lights him up like a Christmas tree. I hope he has 
400 yards and four touchdowns and gets his sixth ring. And I just, I just hope it's a, a Brady Belichick tail whooping. That's what I hope. <laughs> well, something that I never understood either is, I mean, obviously the game has been played yesterday. We don't know what's going to happen, but we have, it seems like every year someone always wants to call the Patriots for no reason. Yeah, on the other side, you have Bill Belichick when they ask about Aaron Donald, and he's like, oh, that guy's unblockable. You know, he always praises his opponents. But not always, but he usually tries to praise his opponents or at least not talk smack. You know, he's, you know, smart with the reporters, but he won't, you know, diss other players or anything like that. And then you have, you know, where he wants to call out Brady for no reason. And it's like, you know, I hope I, I hope Edelman lines up across you on the slot and, you know, watches you or something. Uh, you know, I, I I can I can appreciate to 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 some degree the like confidence as a defender, and it's one thing. You know what? If if Aaron Donald wants to show up and he wants to if he wants to say something, Donald Kungsu didn't have a, a huge year, but he's an established defensive star in this league. If he wants to step up, if he wants to say something, any of these guys, even as much as I hate Peters and to leave, like these guys at, at various points in their careers, to leave especially have been shut down cornerbacks that like. This guy has this guy's been terrible. He he got he got beat on that play. That's why he had to put his head down and tackle the guy into the sideline without looking at him. Like that's that is not the guy that I want to hear speaking up for the Rams defense. Like this guy, this dude's lucky he's even seeing the field. Like they probably have like four injuries to their their backup defensive backs. And this guy got called up from the practice squad. You know, this reminds me of do you remember that? Oh, I want to say it was like Anthony or something. Um, a, a safety for the Steelers in similar situation. He should not have been on the field either. And he decided to call out Tom Brady. And I think Belichick put in like three or four plays that week in the game plan just to torch him. And they went over his head like four, like three or four times, literally. Um, that's what it reminds me of. Now he may back it up better than that guy did, but it always seems unwise to give the Patriots bulletin board material. Now, Fair warning and full disclosure, I am completely and totally biased for the New England Patriots. And so uh, my dad was a Patriots fan from the 70s. And so with the military, we were moving all over the place. So I've liked them for years and years and years. I've heard enough about being a bandwagon fan. Not, I will say, though, one of the awesome things about going live is Nate Miller. We know that name. Um, we just commented on Facebook. He says, boo. Go Rams! I think and that, that was a little bit, a little bit ago. Nate's bringing out the big guns right now. You're, you're a Seahawks fan, so why are you caring for a division rival Rams? Like, I mean, yeah. I think more dislike in the NFC. But if the Broncos or Chiefs are playing for anyone in the NFC, I don't think I could. I don't think I'd still cheer for the the Broncos and the Chiefs. No, the uh, Broncos Seahawks. That was the best Super Bowl that I've seen in my lifetime since the Raiders haven't been to one. Just to see the yeah. the Broncos get beat, you know, like fifty five to eight, yeah. and just royally embarrassed. And I was still cheering for the Seahawks, I, it, dealing with all the the, the the bandwagon Seahawks fans. Like I, I, I am okay with you know, you know Nate Miller and the other guys that are from Seattle and that were Seahawks fan, you know, from Washington were Seahawks fans when no one cared about them. But you know these guys that just like jump on the bandwagon that probably didn't even know what college Russell Wilson went to, and then like all of a sudden you know. Lifelong Seahawks fans talking all this smack when they you know, they, they made the playoffs. In, in fairness, there's even a better chance for them to guess if they try it because they went to two different ones. This is true. 
It's true. It's true. So what are your thoughts on, not to pivot away too much, we'll get back to Super Bowl, but the Pro Bowl. So so here's here's my thoughts on it. I did not watch a second live of the Skills Challenge. I saw maybe 30, 40 seconds of Instagram highlights. And I watched less than five total minutes of the actual Pro Bowl. So that probably tells you what I think about it. But what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, it's it's like a fifth preseason game, except at the very end of the season, right before the biggest game of the year. I didn't watch any of it. I watched zero seconds of the actual Pro Bowl. That is how little I care. Why am I gonna Why, why am I gonna watch it? Why I always even call it the Pro Bowl. I was on the other side actually because I okay, Steve A. Smith, huh? I said, okay, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Yeah, Pro Bowl is deplorable. It is inexplicable how they get these professional, athletic, gentlemanly individuals. So, <laughs> have vocabulary. Sorry, go ahead. No, so I did. I watched, I watched the Skills Challenge in its entirety, not library. If you heard it, YouTube TV. A little plug for my company there. But uh, watch that. And then um, I did watch. Most of the second half of the Pro Bowl, I think I see the beginning of West Coast time zone, so miss missed most of the first half. Um, we missed the, the NFC. The best players in the NFC put up seven points on the AFC. Yeah. So tell me, tell me they were even trying. So, so there are a couple of takeaways. Uh, one thing I saw was like the AFC tried at seventy five percent, or the NFC tried at forty percent, and it was it was it was weird and it was kind of fun. So since I did watch it, there were. A couple times, like Saquon Barkley and Alex uh, Alvin Kamara lined up as like defensive ends, and like Jalen Ramsey played smart receiver and like caught touchdown pass. And then it was like it was kind of fun because it was like very lighthearted, and I would almost rather them. But the thing that was frustrating was because they would blow the whistle before contact sometimes. Like Zeke Elliott would break a run and get eight yards, and then like a safety's coming downhill on him, and so. You know, in a real game, there would be a big collision. And so they would blow the whistle almost before contact. So it wasn't even like two-hand touch. It was like the area double play in baseball before they had instant replay, where, like, if you got close to the bag, they called you out. And that's kind of how it is. Like, if a defender got close, then they would blow the whistle and call play dead. It was, it, just, it was like a weird dynamic. So I wouldn't be opposed to them, like, still wearing their pads and everything. And then maybe just, like, playing, like, an actual, like, almost like flag football game or something. And like just being more like a pickup game where everyone can just like rotate in and out. See the, the officiating style you're talking about right there. That is that is younger sibling style officiating. Where if you even get close to hitting them, they're they're stopping the play. They're they're calling the foul. You know the older siblings. You know we're 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 letting contact slide. We're we're in favor of it because we're the we're the, the bigger more physical specimens. The younger siblings. Oh, I was not. I was not in favor of the officiating. I was just saying that's how it was officiated. I was in favor of the like. Mike, Mike you're an older sibling. <laughs> I don't think like at all. Huh? Have you heard of the American Flag Football League? Uh, I may have heard of it. I don't know if I have. I don't know anything about it. So it's it's not set up to be. A competitor to the NFL at all, uh, but it's really cool. They are using a lot more technology. Where using like radio, not assisted, but um, radio built-in flags, 
So as soon as a flag is pulled, it pings and you know exactly, and there's RFID chips and stuff, you know exactly where they're down at. And they're using like this buzzer on the field. So you only have three seconds to throw the ball or four seconds or something. Um, But I was thinking if they're going to play like that, you might as well do a flag football game and that way they can go all out. And that's what what it really looked like to me was it was basically a flag football game. And like I said, it was, it was fun from the standpoint of, like I said, the offensive players playing defense, defense players playing offense. And so it was like, you know, it was pretty creative. I also find interesting though that, that Jason Garrett has the, you know, half of the best players in the NFL and manages to put up seven points and doesn't score those seven points until he gets like three defensive pass interference calls on, on one drive and then ends up, you know, scoring a touchdown with like five minutes left or whenever he scored the, the last touchdown that he scored. You know, so clearly offensive genius, Jason Garrett, was, uh, you yeah, know, struggling. Right. Where do they get funding for the flag football with the microchips? Like that doesn't sound cheap. Is, is there some sort of revenue that they, yeah. they generate? Yeah, so, um, I think I, there I, were well, a couple things. They have, I can't remember the name of the guy that started it, but they have a couple NFL guys, I think, on that were investors in it. Um, and they also, uh, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. They have, they had guys like Michael Vick, um, Ocho Cinco, um, some other big name NFL guys of, of the recent past playing like quarterback and being the superstars on the team. And so they have these guys kind of roped in. It's, you know, it's a, you know, Michael Vick can still sling the ball. And so they have those guys um playing on the field so it's a good draw for crowds and stuff like that but yeah i think we just investors um a few of which are uh, nfl players hmm. so and yeah it was pretty cool what's that so i'll have to look that up tomorrow I'll have to support caleb's livelihood and google it <laughs> all <laughs> right um oh, I, I, I know i bounced around a little bit well, I'm not going to take take forever. Um, this is just something I want. I like talking about the um, the area or or question of like social media being used to promote church churches. Um, and I know this isn't necessarily um, you guys's forte or or something you'd, you want to talk lots about. But I was curious for your thoughts on um, how you feel like Baptist churches use social media are as a percentage hundred percent being doing a great job at it. Where would you rank most? And I'm not asking for about North Valley, your home church or anything, but just as a spectrum for most Baptist churches, um, would you start? because like you can create events through facebook and and like invite people and like it'd be it'd be kind of a cool thing to do if like you have a lot of people on like a sunday school roster and like you're creating events and like you're you're able to like reach out to a lot of people on the roster where like you might not swing like swing by the house and find them home or they might have moved or 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 something like that but you can you can always put the invite out there on social media and you know they they might see it and not respond to it but at least you're getting eyeballs there and uh, I, I think it's it's something that a lot of uh, I, I think you guys do you guys um, do you guys put your services on Facebook Live and 
and we do yeah so I, I think I think that's a that's kind of a, a missed opportunity uh, you know it's uh, I, I think uh, I, I think that churches are starting to, to catch on a little bit more and, and we're starting to see it, it utilize more and um, but I, I think it's there's a, a lot more that that can be happening there yeah it, and uh, it cut out for me for a second Kill, do you do you say anything about that? No, um, I, I I don't have a ton of ton of experience on like seeing other people's accounts. Um, one thing is just you know if you are going to have an account, just try to keep it up to date. I don't. Um, I mean, even though I like having content all the time, but occasionally, I, you know, if we're traveling for work or something like that, I'll look up a church or try to find a church in the area, or if I'm on vacation, or whatever. You know, I'll look up and. Either there isn't social media, but like the other websites, you know, whatever, you know, the page can't be found or whatever because they haven't updated their their website or the website expired or this or that. You know, and Facebook's free, so you don't have to pay for that. But if you go on a church's Facebook page and the last post was in 2016, it's like, okay, is this church still in existence or they, you know, they not have any, you know, a teenager in the church that knows they use Facebook that they can ask to just post something once, you know, whatever, just so people know you're still there. Um, just like that, I don't, I don't really check very many people's, or at least churches, social media accounts and stuff. But, you know, I'll, you know, I, you know uh, Ethan had a bunch of good points here about just you know, using invites and events and all that other stuff. And like a minimum, just to show that you're still present, you know, just, you know, Mother's Day, Sunday, look forward to seeing you or, you know. Right. You know, well, I wish everyone a happy Resurrection Sunday this week. Like, I mean, just simple things. But yeah, and I, I think this is a little hobby horse of mine because over the last month or two, well, yeah, two months, our church has really started to dive into it, and we had uh, a total. Of, now we we run, um, I don't know a hundred and something, a little over a hundred on a normal Sunday morning. Um, so, um, um, you know, a mid-sized uh, average church for America, probably um, basically on the back of spending less than a hundred bucks on social media advertising. Most of that on Facebook, we had 350 people come on December 23rd, two days before Christmas. And so obviously that's, you know, that's a big chunk of people, but more impressive than that. And, and, you know, God knows the hearts, but we had 60 professions for salvation, um, which is just awesome on that day. Um, yesterday. Yeah. Today's Monday. So it's Sunday. We kind of had like a new year Jubilee. You guys would know Lou D. Philip Antonio evangelist preach for us. And um, again, on the back of social media advertising, the ad did not start running until Thursday um, morning before Sunday, we had 25 total visitors, probably 18 of which were brand new first time and two people saved. They were not, all of them came because of social media and we spent probably $10 on advertising for that. So I feel like it's one of those things and I am all about soul winning. We did that on Saturday as well. Um, but I feel like we're leaving so much on the table without, by not doing social media and stuff, especially since it's so easy and so cheap. There's going to come a time when the big boys like Verizon and BMW and, you know, all these big companies realize that all the money they're spending on television 
is useless for the most part. And they're going to sync it into Facebook, Instagram, YouTube ads, and the price is going to go up. Capitalism is going to happen. Supply and demand is going to happen. And the smaller players like churches are going to be squeezed out, but we can squeeze everything we can out now. Um, But so many churches are forget being um, blind to it. They don't want to see. They just like, I don't, I have no interest in it. And so, um, honestly, one of the biggest things I hope to do through what we're doing right now is wake some people up. For instance, you know, the power of social media now, right now, it says we only have three active people watching on Facebook. That's just Facebook. But just to count the amount of people that have joined one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 different people in the last less than 30 minutes have seen us fools talking about sports and stuff. I mean, 16 and, of them are dead to me. <laughs> what's that? That I means 16 of them are dead to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I want to know if Nate Miller is still, still around because we'll go back to trashing the Rams if we need to. But, um, like, we're it's, it's 11 o'clock. Yeah, 10.58 Eastern time. And people are on these right here. And so... It's like you're leaving so much on the table, but uh, that's just kind of my personal hobby horse, and that will definitely come out as we go along. You gonna say something, Ethan? Yeah, I um, I, I think you got a, you have a great point there. It's a great outlet and a cheap outlet to to, to buy ad space on, and uh, it's something that you can you can put content from your church on. I noticed recently, um, like North Valley posts, like on, on Instagram, I've seen a few different posts with Ella. They'll post like just little like excerpts of some of the special music, and uh, that, that that can be something that can encourage people to like really make sure that, that and not that people aren't aren't trying to ensure that the, the the specials are high quality already, but just like maybe maybe that 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 next level. You know, we all take extra care. We know like there there are going to be extra eyes on us, and uh, I I just like it's a it's a great way to kind of show up different aspects of your ministry. You know, you can you can put pictures of your your teachers in their classrooms, and you can get some of like those. The, uh, like the visual cues that they use and just like really kind of generate excitement over your ministry. So Pete, like outside people, when they're looking at it, they see that it's not, you know, it, it's not kids just like, like coming in and like just sitting in their chairs with their hands folded in their laps, just like sitting there bored for two hours, you know, for like your Sunday schools and stuff like that. Like things are happening. Like right. people are having a time. There's good fellowship. Like that our services are, are, are alive, hopefully. <laughs> right. that, we wish our, our kids outside your class would sit there with their hands full of the left for two hours board. I, I might take that on a, a send there too. Yeah, that's, that's why this summer, this summer I'm going to bring in some popsicles made out of NyQuil. <laughs> we're we're going to have some DOS out kids at least a couple times this summer. I, I think, yeah, I think that would be a good, you should run that by Brother Reamers or uh, Brother Flood. He like buses, right? Yeah, like a NyQuil Sunday. I think um, I, I, I help, help with the buses here. Uh, and, uh, I think that would be excellent. We, we call it Redemption Draft NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So um, who are, we won't be too much longer. I appreciate those that have stuck around for just a few minutes. Um, still sitting right at three on Facebook and had four or five other people um, that sh- sh- said they showed up. So it must have been so boring that they left. But um, who are some people that you guys would be interested to see 
live for live long form conversations with you know, on a platform like this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start small with uh, George W. Bush. <laughs> uh, w. And then, we, then after once Bray's done with the Super Bowl run, maybe we can get some get some run there. Yeah, uh, could definitely be a great. Uh, I, I think Brother Boroff is is going to be an incredible conversation if you're able to set aside some time to talk to him. I mean, we all were were in school for. Um, to, to, to have him as an instructor and just to, to kind of talk to him as a man. He's just such a, such an interesting guy. And he's always, he's just like, he, he's so eloquent and uh, just a, just a, a great resource. I, I'd love to, love to, to, to hear a conversation there. Um, I think, you know, we have a, we have a lot of, a lot of people we know from, uh, from football camp. I think, uh, I think brother Grimaldi would, mm-hmm. uh, he, I'm sure he's had, he's got some rants on, Everything. No, in all seriousness, I actually have I have a list already uh, started of people that I'd like to mm-hmm. see I'll, a list of a few, and they I, I haven't asked any of them yet. So this was kind of a proof of concept. Let me see here. I'd love to, and I think I talked to Caleb about this. I'd like to have a guy like Jim Carrey from North Valley there. Running yeah, a, a um, junior church. I mean, how, how many years has he been doing junior church? Forty years. Like that. Forty years. Right. I mean, the amount of stuff, the amount of people that run junior churches and do a less than amazing job are churches across America that could learn so much from a guy that's been doing it for forty years and still enjoying it is huge. Obviously, you mentioned I'd love to go brother Boroff about song leading. I'm. Um, Another thing I'm fed up with is, you know, this this trend towards needing uh, bigger, louder, more people on the platform to lead singing, stuff like that. I, I understand methods, and I, I have no problem with methods. I'm using social media and live streaming to talk to you right now. So, obviously, I don't have a problem with methods. Um, and the, anyway, I'd like to talk to him about it. Um, a guy like Mike Hall, vice president um, at Providence Baptist College. Um, guy like Terry Angel, who's probably preached more teen camps than just about anybody in America. Um, you mentioned Pastor Grimaldi. There's a guy around here. His name is Richard McMillan. He does finances for church or something like that. Be a cool conversation. Some guys are maybe like Lighthouse Legal. They do church legal stuff. Um, Ted Houston. I'd like to just talk to him for three hours about prayer. Um, if you don't know Evangelist Ted Houston, he's actually just started uh, we're restarted, I think, chemotherapy. He has some pretty serious cancer. Um, and that's going to segue into the last segment here. Just a couple of prayer requests I'd like to bring to you. Um, but you might know Tim Booth, Ethan. Um, he's an evangelist. Um, Oliver Reza, Dan Martin, Dan Woodward, my father-in-law. Todd Monaghan talked MMA and um, talked that kind of stuff. Um, all kinds of different people. I have probably 30 more names here. But a lot of guys I'd like to talk to who know way more than I do. And I know that I've been blessed in talking to those type of people. And I'd love to have an on the record conversation with them. We love sports. We enjoy talking it, but uh, we love God too. And we'd love to talk more about him, um, about the ministry and talk about our real life's calling 
you know, um, being Christians. And so that's kind of thought. And that segues into, I mentioned about Houston, um, a lot of folks with some serious prayer requests I mentioned by Houston, um, uh, Janelle Gaither. Well, you know, I don't even know I'm Mary Dame. Do you know, do you know Janelle is Mary Dame now? I think it's Lopez. Lopez and Mauricio, I think is her husband. Uh, anyway, her dad, um, is in pretty serious condition, um, made the slightest upturn this past 24 hours or so. So if you'd pray for Janelle, well, maiden name Gaither's um, dad, um, pray for my wife, if you would, um, had the chance, and this is just not, not you know, get off my chest, but had the chance to, over the last 48 hours, uh, well, on Saturday, Friday and Saturday, spent I obviously spent way more time in a hospital than I ever want to over these past couple of weeks and months, but made a couple of hospital visits on Friday, I believe, visited a young man from our church named Josh, who has Crohn's disease and had a surgery and praise God, he's home now. Um, but seeing the pain that he was in and all the different type of things. And then because of social media and an ad that we ran, we, I got to visit with someone contacted us, Facebook messaged our church and asked if I could come and pray with them at the NICU, um, in the local hospital here. And so got to spend about 45 minutes with a couple and their two and a half pound, 31 week old little baby for, and pray with them, give them the gospel. They had good testimonies of salvation. Um, and that, that's a testament, again, to social media working. I have no idea who these people were, and they messaged the Facebook page because of an ad we, we ran. Um, but the realization, and in talking to my wife, there are so many people that have it worse than you. And so, and my wife is, my wife hasn't, and I haven't either, I'll be honest, but we haven't, you know, we haven't gotten down in the circumstance. My wife's um, there was no chance of, you know, fatality or anything like that. Or um, obviously when you're being operated on, there's always chances of bad things happening. But, you know, she can she's still mobile. She can still, you know, love and hug our babies and all that stuff. And so we never consider this the worst thing in the world. But going for a, a radi- the radiation planning where they kind of map out where the tumor's at, and this one really hit home, there is a little, in this room, there is a paper on the wall that said Adeline's Countdown. And it had this sheet of paper with one through 20 on it. It had stickers on the different numbers. And only one through 10 were marked off. It means 11 through 20 were still there. And... It was colored and stuff. You could tell it was a little girl. And it was a radiation countdown. How many more episodes or, or of radiation this little girl had. And so we asked the nurse, who's Adeline? And found out it's a three-year-old little girl who has a and is doing radiation for it. And the things you don't think about for little kids, when you're using radiation, very targeted radiation, they have to stay very still. And little kids don't stay still, you know, by themselves. And so these little kids have to be put to slip sleep 
every time they come in for radiation. And they, the nurse telling us that every time Adeline sees the nurses, she starts screaming, even though all they're trying to do is help her because that's a place that pokes me and hurts me. It makes me feel bad. It makes me get sick. And that was a real gut check about the situation my wife has and the situation my family has that there's someone hurt, hurt more than you and nobody gets anything out of anything we've done for the past 45 minutes than this. Let me just say, if you're not praying for someone else every day, then why would you ever expect to get your prayers answered? Bury you one another's burdens. And so I had to get that one off my chest because it really hit home with me. Um, The necessity to lift one another up in prayer. And so there's multiple people that I've been reinvigorated in praying for every day. And so I'd ask that you would pray for my wife, but if you have a prayer request that I can pray for you about, please let me know, please let us know, uh, comment or, or message me privately. I'd love to hear from you. Um, we've started using uh, our church's prayer chain, a text alert thing and all that more. And so um, all that to say, I appreciate Everyone that's listened in for a few minutes, um, it's you know, 11 o'clock Eastern time. What is it? Eight o'clock Pacific. But I appreciate it. We might come back with another one. I think leading up to the Super Bowl, Caleb Ethan, we might need one either pre or post. We can talk uh, or we could even do we could even do a Super Bowl companion. If you well, no, you know what? Tony Romo was broadcasting and i want to listen to tony romo so not, not all of us live on the you know east coast and gotta get out of church and then go straight to home to the super bowl yes. some, of us, some of us have to hide our phones in our songbook <laughs> just kidding i would never do that so <laughs> we actually uh, we are doubly blessed because we would not we would not normally be able to watch because i think kickoff is at 6 30 or something it's this Maybe some. At First Methodist Church of Kenmore, speaking of methods being different, we have an afternoon service. We walk out the door. I am in my car. I am home no later than about 3.30. Absolutely, it's 4 o'clock if things go you know, really late or something. And so I will watch the full... I'll let you. I'll, I'll live tweet you guys or send you text messages and make sure you guys are abreast of what's going on, if you don't mind. Yeah, we will be. Yeah, I'm sure we. So uh, I I do the Sunday night security at at North Valley. So occasionally I have to do situational checks to make sure that everything is is squared away. And sometimes those those involve checking phones. So you know Mm. we are pretty good. Um, Yeah, I will be once again. I saw Ethan was giving lots of plugs for his for Facebook events and Facebook advertising. It's almost like he has a vested stake in the company or something. But, uh, Spend money on Facebook, please. <laughs> Buy lots of ads. Please, have your friends to get profile. Uh, please. Downsize your division. Once again, another another plug for YouTube TV. Are we DVRing the, the Super Bowl so I can go back and watch it in entirety and not not just, you know, the the, the condensed version, but we'll get all the, the Super Bowl commercials as well. Um, if, you, if you have YouTube TV, why not 
support both platforms and go Facebook Live on your phone while watching exactly. YouTube TV. But overall, we're different platforms, so yeah. you can do plenty of support on Facebook and Google. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's enough there's enough money to go around yeah. here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No right checks. We won. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, I appreciate it. Um, you guys have been a uh, blessing helping me out on this first, maybe last. We'll see. Um, if anyone would like to see, if those of you watching tomorrow, hopefully the wiser of you on the East Coast have already gone to sleep. If you see this in the morning, um, and watch all the way to the end where I'm saying this right now. If there's somebody you'd like to see be interviewed in a format like this, let me know. I would be very curious to know. And um, there's a lot of people that know way more about the Bible, way more about church than me. And so I'd love to talk to them. And so any uh, last words for Caleb? Anything? I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. Like, you know, people probably don't care that, that much about our opinions, but if you just want to, if you just want to hear us shoot the breeze on something like some topics, and, and we will, we will form opinions on unless it's about golf. He has, he has golf opinions. Uh, soccer, yeah, soccer is going to be basically a, a no go. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I mean, if the World Cups around, like I, I watched. Like half of a game, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, soccer is basically another. I knew. I, I remember. I remember who Tim Howard is from the one year that the U.S. looked like they might be kind of good, and they weren't. That, isn't that like every year except for the women's team? No, typically they don't even like pretend yeah. to be good. Typically, last year we make the qualifier. So, so I, I was speaking of, and we'll talk about this another time. But it kind of annoys me, even though soccer is, you know, this. <laughs> somewhat effeminate sport it annoys me that America is not better at it like we should be the best at everything I don't care what it is we should kill everyone at it I have, I have like two sides on that I sleep perfectly well not knowing that the, the US is terrible at soccer but I do understand what you're saying because it, it is fun to be the best but we're the best at everything else yeah all those, all those guys who would be playing soccer they're cornerbacks and basketball and point guards. Like, imagine if, if instead of Steph Curry shooting like a million three pointers every day, he was like, you know, kicking soccer balls. I mean, the guy is like probably twice the size of Lionel Messi, and Steph Curry's tiny, but he still fucking beat him up. And imagine if he like, uses like accuracy and fine motor skills to be juggling soccer balls and stuff. Well, like, soccer players make great money. And soccer, it's like all sports is challenging. It takes, you know, of course, it takes practice and like you're not going to put down the dedication and work ethic that these guys put into being the best. But like football looks cool. Like soccer, you're like you're running around and you're falling all over each other on purpose. And, you know, so that you can win a game one to zero. If you even have a winner, you can have a. I, I guess you can have a tie in football too. Yeah, unfortunately. Maybe we should, like I don't know if that should be a thing anymore. Can we have balls? Ball, college football can we, can't have ties. Though. Yeah, can we can we have balls ties in the NFL? This is the 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 N the national is the is the national of America. And we don't do ties here. We didn't tie the Revolutionary War. Vietnam, uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, I did, I did see earlier today. Um, 
don't let this distract you. Instagram comment, don't let this distract you from the fact that Britain blew a 13 to zero colony lead. Yeah, I see that one lately too. I thought that was good. Um, reminds me of a certain type of bird. Eight to three lead a couple of years ago. Good memories. But anyway, um, yeah, I think we could talk. We could talk soccer by almost not talking soccer. Yeah, we could talk that. soccer. But it would be anyone who would suggest us talking soccer would not be happy with the way we would talk soccer. Yeah, I know. I know Leo, Leo Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, and even those guys are starting to get old. So in like three years, I'm gonna have nothing to talk about with soccer. Right, right. I know the name Neymar. Man, Neymar is like very retired. I'm sure. And Donovan. And he's, Donovan's he's, also retired. He, he's still he's still creaking around. Trying to play soccer poorly. Yeah, I think the first name that comes to mind, it's funny, I'm not even old, but like David Beckham is the first name that comes to mind, and he's been retired for years now. He's doing his thing, though. Yeah. He's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing all right. So, anyway, if you have anything you'd like to hear us talk about, or, or if you'd rather us never talk again, comment that as well. We'll, uh, we appreciate that. Um, we will be as deaf to the criticism as we are to the praise. And um, though I don't expect much praise to be forthcoming, but anyway, we'll wow. go from there. I expect a lot of praise. These are high quality <laughs> opinions that you're getting um, from high quality people. And speaking of high quality people, Caleb and I are both single. If you have any, if you have any lady friends who are between the ages of twenty-one ish and thirty ish, <laughs> bring them through Micah, and then Micah will, will send the approved selections to us. Yeah, yeah, I will go through, and um, it almost like a do they? You know, that's a great different app where instead of like Tinder, where you are swiping you have an approved friend who swipes for you. So you don't let... <laughs> That's that a bad, bad plan. <laughs> Why? Lots of, lots of prank options going on. That would, probably work, that would probably work really well for girls. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, yeah. that would be the main demographic. Yeah. Well, if you're like a... Like a you know... Your sister or something it, on the account, it, you know? Like, it, could, like, it could be, like, just for girls. Like, it could be, you know, like, uh, you call it, like, Stud Ranch or something like that, you know? Like, something. But like, well, like I said, it, it would work <laughs> with guys, but the guy would have to be smart in having, like, a close girlfriend set up because, you know, if I was managing your account, I would just troll you and just, like, send people I knew you didn't want. And, but, like, you know, like I said, if, if like you're, you know, your mom was checking the account or something, she might have a little more. Okay, risk. so I, I, I've got to pull this one out. Um... I'll get the music, you know, set up better. Yes, uh, Baptist. Yeah. Christian Mingle 2.0. Yeah. Okay. So have you have you ever heard of the song? She's too fat for me. No, I haven't. It, it's a polka, I guess. For some reason, my my mother-in-law is with us helping out um, for the last couple of days, and she came weeks ago to help out again before and somehow she started singing this song or something not to tell her my mother-in-law but this uh song she's too fat you she's too fat for me you can have her or something like a guy saying i'm not gonna date her she's 
too big for me. So I think I'm going to play us out with that song, if you guys don't mind. And um, any final words again before we uh, play it out with this gem from 1947? This unanimous 3-0 go pass. What's that? This unanimous 3-0 go pass. This this is a pass echo chamber here. Sorry, y'all. I know that's not popular, but... Just get over it. it. It just be like that sometimes. <laughs> right, right. Let me see here. I'm so, trying to play this. Uh, I think I'm going to play us out whoop. with that song. You're playing yourself right now. Yeah, I'm playing myself in the. I really want to get the song here, so give me one second. I'll make sure the music isn't isn't playing here. There we go. I think that, that was an issue. There we go. You guys got to listen to this. Okay. Let's see here. It doesn't start to the course. Silly jingle, you can sing it night or noon. Here's the words, that's all you need. Cause I just sang the tune. Oh, I don't want her. You can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. I don't want her. You can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat. She's too fat. She's too fat for me. I get dizzy. I get dizzy. Isn't that great? When I'm dead. Yeah. All right. Well, on that incredibly high note. <laughs> What's that? That's that could be like a uh, that could be a, a beta name for this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we are with you with uh, Pastor Jack Treber on She's Too Fat for Me. Um, guest. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm thinking he might decline that offer, but um, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. We will uh, throw this up, throw the title up here, and we'll play us out. Appreciate you guys being with us. Stick around if you just sang it on the, uh, the group chat, and we'll talk to you if you just sang it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this very first episode of Micah McCurry Live. A lot of rough edges. A lot of audio issues, but try to get those worked out over subsequent episodes. I do appreciate you listening. Check out those next couple of episodes. Lots of good folks I get to talk to. Thanks for tuning in.